This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. This podcast is made possible thanks to our amazing patrons. Please join me in welcoming and thanking new patrons, Ellie G, Marco Sozo, Luigi Umiam, and Corey McGee. Our patrons mean everything to us, and we do all we can to give back for their generosity. So what do patrons get? Rewards start with shoutouts and early commercial-free access to all episodes and go up from there to include weekly bonus episodes, t-shirts, and more. You can also save by signing up for our yearly membership and get 12 months for the price of 11 at any reward level. And remember, for all of October 2020, all new patrons will get a limited edition 31 Days of Horror Magnet along with their other rewards. Our thanks for you showing support to the show. If you'd like to see how you can support the show and get rewarded for doing so, including the limited edition Creepy Fridge Magnet, Please check out our reward tiers at patreon.com slash creepypod. No. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents The 31 Days of Horror Day 25 Hush, Little Baby, written by Heather McLaren and narrated by Heather Thomas. Nadine set the baby monitor down on the side of the bathtub and turned on the tap. She flipped the trip lever to fill the tub, and when she was satisfied with the temperature, stood and walked over to the sink. She gazed into the mirror as she slipped a black elastic band off her wrist pulled her shoulder-length dark hair into a ponytail, and secured it. Through the window over the tub, a streak of lightning lit up the night sky, and another boom shook the countryside. The bathroom light flickered, but didn't go out. Damn it, Dirk. I hate it when you leave us alone. Nadine muttered. These damn business trips... She stood there a moment longer, eyeing the glass fixture in the ceiling. The light remained steady. Nadine walked back to the tub, untied her black terry cloth robe, and let it slip from her shoulders to fall to the floor in a soft heap. She stepped into the tub and lay back against the yellow bath pillow. She took a deep, relaxed breath and closed her eyes. The warm water immediately began to soothe her muscles and calm her frazzled nerves. A clap of thunder ended her serenity, and she jumped. Her eyes flew open and she shot up. Another boom rattled the window pane. The bathroom light flickered, flickered again, and went out. She gripped the edge of the tub with her breath in her throat. Come back on come back on. Another lightning bolt lit up the room, 
illuminating the baby monitor still sitting on the edge of the tub. Nadine stood, grabbed her robe off the floor, and snatched the monitor up before slowly making her way from the bathroom to the waiting hallway. In one fluid motion, she wrapped the robe around herself and loosely tied it. She put the monitor to her ear, strained to hear her son's breathing. There was nothing. A shrill cry reverberated from the monitor, and she screamed, fell backward landing on her side, and dropped the monitor. It made a hollow thud as it bounced off the hardwood floor. She muttered, Shit, and sat up, rubbing her injured hip. Then, accompanying the next boom of thunder, Nadine clearly heard her four-month-old son giggle, and a man began singing, Hush, little baby, through the monitor. Nadine grabbed the monitor off the floor, jumped to her feet, and sprinted for the stairs leading to the second floor. Her heart pounded in her chest as she took them two at a time. A bolt of lightning lit up the living room behind her and the landing a few steps ahead through large picture windows. Another clap of thunder rattled their panes. The stranger's voice, low and raspy, coming through the audio monitor, pushed her forward. Daddy loves you, little guy. That's why I'm going to take you away from here. It felt like she was running in slow motion as she hit the landing, sight set on the closed door at the end of the long hallway. It appeared to be moving away the closer she got. Another lightning strike briefly illuminated the hallway from windows in spare bedrooms she passed. Hello, Bill Band here from the All 80s Movies Podcast to tell you about Factor Meals. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get your 50% off today. Hush, little baby. Don't make a sound. Papa's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing... A thunderclap drowned out the man's voice. Nadine reached her son's nursery and flung the door open. Guided by moonlight pouring through a nearby window, she rushed over to the crib. Ryan lay there, sleeping under his fluffy yellow blanket. He was lying on the far side of the bed, on a red sheet. She didn't remember owning. <laughs> 
and in here, the sound of rain hitting the roof was audible. Nadine set the monitor down on an end table next to the crib and scanned the room for the intruder, but it was empty. Dresser, changing table, rocking chair. Nothing was out of place or even disturbed. Then she noticed the sheer blue curtains were floating on a breeze that shouldn't have been there. Nadine crossed the room, nearly slipped on the wet floor, and pulled the curtains aside. The window was wide open, and rain was blowing into the room. Lightning flashed across the darkened sky, spotlighting an old red pickup truck parked in her backyard. She gasped and took a step back. With the nearest neighbor over a mile away, there was no reason why this vehicle would be anywhere near her house. She stepped up to the window again and looked over the ledge. Her breath suddenly caught in her throat and her head began to throb. The image of the ladder leaning up against the side of the house was forever branded in her memory. Then she heard it again, a whisper coming from Ryan's crib. And if that looking glass gets broke, Papa's gonna buy you a billy goat. She rushed back to the crib and peered down at the sleeping infant. He was in the same position as before, lying on his back with his little head slightly to the side, facing away from her. Hi, Mommy. Nadine followed the sound of the voice to the stuffed animals lining the closest side of the crib. Suddenly, she realized they didn't appear to be sitting on the mattress. Normally, they barely reached halfway up the side of the railing, and now their heads cleared the top. One by one, she plucked the plush toys from the bed and dropped them at her feet. With a lump forming in her throat, Nadine reached for the unfamiliar red and white blanket. It was wet, and there was something lumpy underneath. She took a quick breath and flung it to the floor. Her husband was lying in the fetal position, baby monitor pressed up to his lips. He smiled, eyes wide and blood smeared across his face. She lifted her hand to see it stained red. Dirk pressed the button on the monitor and in that strange raspy voice said, And if his mama picks him up. Nadine screamed and snatched her son from the crib. To her horror, his head still lay in the same place, turned away from her. Dirk cackled. <laughs> Hi, honey. I'm home. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast... 
or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust <laughs> The only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing Do you remember your name? Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.